You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Mother, I went into our podcast studio the other day, and I noticed that there was a particular sponsorship gift that was missing. I took, yes, I did take them. Where the hell did the anal lube life go? Uh, I thought you said I could have that one. What the hell is that? You wanted it? No, but you you just selected the anal thought, one for yourself? I thought it was a good one. to. I, it's not that I necessarily was going for it. You took full ownership full, of it is what happened. Full out anal. But, you know, there's all kinds of anal play that could go on with anal play lube. Okay, well, they also have water-based lube. Way to call me out. Totally called out. Totally. Flavored lube, watermelon, and mint chocolate chip I noticed lube. the watermelon lube was gone too, by the way. No, don't try to pin this on me. Yeah, that where the hell was there? I saw it. The I'm... mint chocolate chip was taken, which I think you also took. That is true. God damn it, Mom. <laughs> Nailed. Nailed. All products are made in a California USDA approved organic facility. They're incredible value. This is our favorite lube right now. So go to lubelife.com, enter promo code 20 cool mom. You'll get 20% off. 20 cool mom. Obviously, I highly suggest it. If you lube it, they will come. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a sex expert, cougar, and the world's oldest living millennial. And my son is a stand-up comic, a mime, and a, and a Buddhist clown. Together we chat about sex. Why do we do it, Mother? We like to do it to educate, entertain, and break down the barriers of what people can talk about. I well, like how? that very succinctly. Very succinct. But, Mom, I was just thinking, what the? F- why do I describe you as a sex expert? What the fuck is that? I'll tell you why. Because for the it's last, it's a self-proclaimed term. Yeah, because for the last, I don't know, since 2012, what is it, seven years, I've been speaking nonstop on my YouTube channel <laughs> about sex. In the last three years, we're talking about sex talk with my mom. So I think I. So at just this because point, you talk about it a lot, and I've means interviewed enough people, I, I probably I should get an honorary degree. Like when you go up into those colleges <laughs> and they put the robe on you and all that, I should get one of those. From where? The sexology institutes or whatever. See, this is why you're a sex expert. No, yeah. it, it's hilarious that you, I learned that you quite define a bit. yourself as a sex expert. I learned from experts and i learned from porn stars and i learned from everyday right. you're educated I'm edu- you're educated self-educated and also you self-taught forget. Self- sex expert yes and also i have a social work degree so i have somewhat of a psychology all right background. don't let me I, we're running into we're, right. I, I, we're running off the rails here and so, i shouldn't have fucking negated all of your work and by the way you d- decided to dub me that well what am i going to say this is a, a sex enthusiast no that's not even what i would call myself I know. Beca- <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. All right. So yeah. we do this this show twice a week, once on Mondays, once on Thursdays. The Monday one is where we talk with you, our lovely listeners. We answer your comments and questions that you can share with us at our voicemail or text line. At Yes, text mom. Yeah, that's our number. This is called the morning after show. The Monday morning after show. We yeah. also have Thursday episodes that we record with our guests. Very fun guests. Always. And that's where I learned a lot about sex from. (laughs) Wonderful. Uh, And by the way, at this point that you're listening to this, um, probably yesterday we performed at Second City Chicago. 
which was a very cool experience for us. You don't know. You didn't. You haven't performed yet. I thought you said that we weren't going to discuss it because we hadn't performed yet. So now you're saying, well, by this time we have already performed. At the time that they're listening to this, we have performed. Currently, we haven't performed. Oh, so it really isn't the so cool experience? So you're making up the cool experience? I knew it was a fucking botch job. It's not going to be. And if it is, then we won't air it. And no one will know the difference. <laughs> That's wonderful. All At right. this point, we, I wish I could tell you to come to the show, but you already missed it. And it, and we have a lot, a lot of self confidence in ourselves, so it's going to be a bang up, <laughs> bomb ass, bank ass performance. You have a lot of self confidence. I have a lot, as long as I'm next to you. Because if I'm by myself on stage, I probably would freak the fuck out. Uh, all right. I wanted to thank a few people. Number one, I want to thank our new patrons. Woohoo! I love when you guys support us on Patreon. That is the number one way you can support us. It's called patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. You'll get bonus episodes there pretty much. I think it's almost like every week we put out a bonus episode. Which almost. are very fun to hear because they're usually, you know, after we've stirred mm-hmm. the pie a lot. Stir, stirred it, the pot. Not stir- the pie. You <laughs> fuck the pie up if you started stirring it. <laughs> so if you, since you stirred up the cake. You stirred up the no, hornet's it's nest. A po- it's, a po- it's a pot. Stirred the pot up. Basically, we got everybody all revved up, and that's when the good stuff comes out. And so. we record that. We put it on Patreon. And then for a few bucks, you can get it every month. Enough with the few bucks. That's why we only get a few bucks. Patrons, if you're going to support us, go ahead and, and support more than $3. <laughs> it's never enough for you. No, I think it would be great if you could support us in one of the top tiers. Well, if you give $5, you get a sticker. How do you like that? There you go. Sex and, if, and, sticker. And, and then if the other ones, you get all kinds of personal I'm still very grateful for our $3 ones. Okay. So okay. I wanted to thank Adrian and Julie for joining the, the family. I'm very, very thankful as well. All right. I also wanted to thank... Uh, anyone who's left us a, a review recently on iTunes, it's a very cheap way to, to uh, support us, and it helps us a lot. It doesn't I, cost money. I would love to uh, read one if that's possible. Mm. I don't know why I always ask permission. Can I read one? Yes, of course I can read one. Here, I'm reading one. Best Sex Podcast, exclamation point, five stars by Genetic Amoeba. I might have read this one already. <laughs> hey, all just, hey, all just subscribe already. Oh, they're talking to you guys. Hey, all just subscribe already. They're funny and informative. They also have great guests on. Some of the things they discuss are really funny because they are mom and son. You did not read this. Yeah, this this came in a while ago, but thank you very much for sending. I like that we've never had anyone leave us an iTunes review that actually was addressing the rest of the listeners and not us. Which I like. That makes it a lot easier for us. I love it. Thank you very much, Genetic Amoeba. Very That's interesting a very, name. Yeah, that is interesting. All right. So should we just dive into to uh we can it's it's dealer's choice. You want to dive choice. into uh, our comments and responses that we've been getting this week or do you want to dive into a little life update? I I think life update so we can get that off our chest. We're still in Chicago, people. It is not a pleasant sight in my closet. What's going on in your closet? Not enough clothes to wear. You unpack which kind of freaks me out in uh, hotels. Why wouldn't I unpack? Bed what are you bugs. Ta- I'm, I'm, what? Hotels are a breeding ground for bed bugs. I'm not unpacking my clothes on my bed. The drawers are lined with bed bugs. You're insane. Well, this is, I had this is a, completely neurotic. I had a big... Uh, every time I come into the room and I'm, I, I have to just... Anytime I'm in a hotel, I have to decide, do I want to risk getting bed bugs or have a fucking suitcase in the middle of my room that I can barely walk around in and stub my toe in the middle of the night. So it's kind of this toss-up. Considering I've been here almost a month, 
I think it was a good idea that I unpacked and saw the limited amount of clothing to wear. How do you feel living in a hotel for a month? I mean, it doesn't, that part doesn't bother me, but just like being out of my element and not having my clothes or, or my dog and maybe even D's. You know, it does bother me. It does. It's annoying already. It bothers me to, to be living in a hotel. I mean, I'm very grateful to have a shelter, but it, it, it does, it does, uh, it's a little confining. Yeah. Uh, I would say that my, my sleeping conditions are a bit suboptimal. Why is that? Well, I'm on this, what looks like a hospital bed, <laughs> pull out, or like a roll away. And you, you want to sleep with your you sister? Sleep, no, you <laughs> sleep with the temperature. Well, because it's, it gets, the heat rises. So it's like a, it's a very weird hotel room because it has actually It's two like a floors. loft. Yeah. So you sleep up there on the top floor yeah. and I sleep down here and and it, your sister sleeps because, with me. Because heat rises, it gets very hot up there in your little loft area. Yes. But because it's Chicago, it becomes ice cold and you put the air conditioning on and there's a draft that comes down that, honestly, I start shivering at night. You have two blankets. My head is exposed to the polar elements. Put your hat on. Put your, my hat on? Yes. First of all, I don't even have a hat. But I hate sleeping with hats on. Have you ever slept with a hat on? I have never, ever slept. I don't even like those those eye masks. I've slept with eye masks. I've slept with a hat on. And they both affect my sinuses negatively. Well, I can't <laughs> sleep right now. <laughs> I can't sleep right now because I'm wearing a... a, a, a I and I can't And I can't even close my jaw anymore. I have not slept in three weeks. I haven't slept it more than three weeks. <laughs> And then the one time I did sleep, I overdosed. Yeah, last night. Wait, hold on. That was last night. Yes, that was last night. I look at you. And <laughs> I just see you popping pills. Okay, I was taking Tylenol, but it wasn't Tylenol. It was actually um, melatonin. melatonin. And instead of taking one as, as directed, I just popped two, three milligrams. I think it, would, it, it could have put us a, a horse to sleep. <laughs> yeah, you go, oh, well, I just took six milligrams. And I go, what the fuck is going on here? It, no, I can't take them back. You were just so nonchalant. And, oh, well, just double the dose. And, I, and I, I definitely had some glasses of wine as well. What the fuck? Oh, that's why you were in a funky mood last night. I was in a foul mood last night. I apologize to you for being in a very irritable mood. It's all right. We had a little, you know, this, just to add, okay, did we even explain what, we're, we're in Chicago because we're taking care of my grandpa, her, her father, who's dying of pancreatic cancer. Uh, and and you found some illness. Mean myself? Yes. I, well, I'm very recently. You said, you know, I haven't been complaining a lot lately. Yeah, That's I what, haven't. Yeah, and, then and, and I, I called you out on, on that wood. one. I should have knocked on wood because, well, I realized I have a high capacity for empathy because when I'm around people who are dying, I start to die. What? I and I have developed terrible GERD. I'm aware of that. I it, GERD for those who don't know is gastrointestinal what does GERD stand for it is something like it's gastrointestinal but that's not reflux yeah reflux it's a disorder disorder so it's heartburn it feels like I have acid first of all I thought I was having a heart attack I was getting pinched every fucking well when I told you it was heartburn you didn't listen to me so you had to go dump all your plans to go find your only physician friend excuse me I have many physician friends I pretty much narrow my friends down to who has an MD yeah, exactly. And you then always call this one particular one. I know. He said, actually, his girlfriend asked him recently who is more neurotic. 
is it her or me? And he said, well, Cam has only called me about six times in the past year, and you are talking to me all the time, basically implying that the only time I call him is when I need medical advice. Which is 100% true. It's accurate. It's accurate. But he is one of your best friends, so he puts up with you. He does. It's sweet. Anyway, he he diagnosed me with the GERD. Not a a heart attack as I had uh, expected. Uh, but I've. Re- <laughs> well, what's weird is my father, who's a physician, told you not to worry about it. It's just heartburn. My brother, who's also a physician, told you not to worry about it because he also has GERD. But you don't listen to any of them. You know what's hilarious is that your father, who's a physician, is also the one dying of cancer, and he complains less about his <laughs> fucking <laughs> death door cancer yeah. than I do about my heartburn. Exactly. It's unbelievable. You're walking I was around. trying so hard to just keep it to myself. Oh, and yeah. He's in, and he's like, oh, is it hurting again? I That's guess because, because I'm- you're pounding on your chest. <laughs> and then I see you walking up and down the stairs. I go, what are you doing? I'm testing to see if I'm having a heart attack. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, why would my father think that you are are fine when you're pounding on your chest? And he's like, what are you doing? You're causing problems when you're pounding on your chest. I don't know. I, I, it's kind of the point where it's like anytime he, he mentions like, oh, I'm, I had, you know, orange diarrhea because of the pancreas. <laughs> I'm like, all right, quit the whining. Can I- <laughs> quit the whining. Can I'm going to tap you. I am you. about to have a fucking heart attack over here with this goddamn GERD. And, and meanwhile, my mother, who is lucid, most of the time comes up with those weird comments. She's living in a condo and she turns to me and she goes, where are the gardeners? That I, was weird. I go, <laughs> that was weird. I, I was like, gardeners? I look at you like, maybe you understand them. <laughs> now you, I look at your sister. Maybe she got it, but nobody really understood where well, the gardeners. Well, she was referring to caregivers for some reason. I, I don't, don't understand. I don't know what the hell that was going on. And I'm also a little tired of watching Sebastian Maniscalco, <laughs> which, by the way, for all you listeners out there, if you are going through any kind of sadness, depression, uh, need for a release. Watch any of Sebastian Maniscalco's stand-up specials on Netflix. On Netflix, I, I I cannot tell you how many. First of all, I've seen each one. There's three of them. I've seen each one a minimally of five times. Well, yeah, I know. At this point, we've this is all we do with the grandparents. But it does make my mother, who has advanced Parkinson's disease, laugh her ass off. Yeah. She thinks he's a. She's always like put on Sebastian. Yeah. She doesn't ma- want to talk to us. He makes me laugh. I, I, uh, he, he kind of inspired, watching them, watch him has kind of inspired me to start writing again, stand up again. Watching them, as in my parents. Yeah. Watch he, him. Yeah. I mean, she also loves Ray Romano. That stand up special was also incredible. And I, I, and she even liked Ali Wong, although I was mortified to, to, even though I'm like, miss, let's open the boundaries. Ali Wong embarrassed me in front of my parents so she's talking about her vagina she's showing practically her her panties yeah which were zebra print well notice that papa did not laugh at all while watching but then afterwards he said that's that was hilarious yeah he literally did not laugh once because i think he was uncomfortable watching it in front of you it was it was i by the way had no discomfort watching it in front of you yeah i didn't give a fuck watching in front of you either (laughs) but in front of my parents it's a whole different ball game yeah Totally. She's, she's Why pretty, do you think that is? Because I talk about sex with you all the time. I don't talk about sex with them all the Why time. Why don't you talk about sex with them all the time? 
I I wouldn't I I don't think there's much to say. He's walking around t- telling us how much he loves his his, his sponge baths. Sponge baths. Yeah. Um. He and talks about his dick nonstop. Nonstop. And then he's talking about the care this poor care- caregiver <laughs> whose name is Apple, whose brothers and sisters are named to- pears and peaches. And oh, you, I swear to you, this are you is sharing a- all of the caregiver? The caregiver is taking care of your dying dad, and now you have to talk about her on the podcast, making fun how- of her on the podcast. I'm not making fun. I'm just explaining that her names are all fruits. And yeah, you should be nice she has because six I did siblings. They're all named fruits. <laughs> and like pe- and one of them is peaches. It's a plural. They're all pe- they're all plurals. No. Yeah, almost all of them. Her name apple is, is apple. Singular, singular and I think there might have been pear. like persimmon or something that was singular as well. There was a pear for sure. Pears was plural. Oh, really? Yeah. There was also the the one male is named Can you guess his name? Do you know this name? Uh, cantaloupe? No. Um, am I getting close? <laughs> no um it's a stone fruit a stone fruit <laughs> this, I, I never heard of a stone what's a stone fruit uh, it's a fruit with a pit in it oh like um plum plums plural so maybe they're very progressive and you know with the use of pronouns you know gender neutral no they're off the goddamn deep end they're naming <laughs> their kids fruits well and anyway Apple has washed. She's a sweetheart. She has washed my dad. She promised to close her eyes. He said he has a new skin. Yeah, she was rubbing lotion on him, and she, you know, at that age, in any age, everybody needs to be touched. I would. You know how long it's been since I've been touched. (laughs) How long? Do you know how long it's been? First, by the way, you know why I think I have this GERD? Because you haven't been touched? You haven't masturbated? What? Where the fuck am I supposed to masturbate in this goddamn house? I, I feel the same. There's nowhere to masturbate. What are you going to do? I got my, my... I got so much backup, the acid from my stomach is going into my esophagus. Well, maybe go down the hall to the, the communal bathroom. Down the hall? What, what? do you mean? Down in the lobby? Yes. I'm going to go to the lobby and just jerk off? <laughs> I don't have any... I, what, when you go to your friend's house, can't you go in their bathroom? What? I'm going to just go to my friends to masturbate? No. Yeah. First, get no. some medical advice. He's probably going to tell you. You know one of the reasons you haven't GERD? Go to your <laughs> friend. He should have said to you, you haven't GERD. When's the last time you masturbated? Oh, about a, about six months ago. You better start masturbating. I, I Just talking about it makes this fucking, it feels like a volcano in my throat. Hey, Cam. So I got this email from someone named Cheryl. She said, hi, what would you suggest for someone who has had a hysterectomy and now feels pain during sex? Oh. So I immediately thought about lube life. Oh, hashtag lube life? Yes. Oh, the best lube on the goddamn market? Is yeah. that what you thought of? Yeah, because when someone has a hysterectomy, they don't have the normal hormones that make them wet during sex. So having lube, something like the uh, organic lube, especially for someone who's had a hysterectomy, is perfect. Well, guess what? Hashtag Lube Life is made in a certified organic facility in California with the top quality ingredients. They come at a very phenomenal value, which is very important to me. And uh, <laughs> me too. All sorts of flavors and versions, meaning that they have watermelon, mint chocolate chip. They have water-based, silicon-based, anal-appropriate silicon-based lube. So if you want 20% off your hashtag Lube Life, Go to www.lubelife.com, enter promo code 20COOLMOM. That's 20COOLMOM, and you'll get 20% off. That's also in this episode description. Can't beat it. If you lube it, they will come. All right. Can we move on to um, what else is going on? What? What else have we, have we been doing? I've been working and I've I been... I want to speak f- about the fact that I decided to fix my teeth with this 
this these Invisalign braces. Yeah. And what I did was I fucked up my whole bite, <laughs> and I cannot even bite down. And I and I keep feeling the two front teeth click together. I can't even eat an apple. It's because you chose to only fix the bottom half. He it's told not me. The top I he half. said it didn't. You shouldn't eat more than the bottom. He hooked me in with that, and now Who's he the dentist. Yes. Mom, my teeth are so messed up. I can't even tell you how uncomfortable I am. Well, this is why you were slurring the, for the past several episodes. Slurring, and I can right now even I close my mouth and I touch my two teeth together, and it's what terrible. What teeth? The top, the front the, teeth. Yeah, the front and the bottom. That was one was crooked. Now it's straight, but now it's hitting the. And you front know teeth. now it's going to start curving inwards. It like, is curving inwards. Kind of like mine. You see, mine are like. You it's were like, the one I thought that told me to get this done because you had it done. You think I told you to get this done? First of all, it's thousands of dollars. I would never advise any procedure that for a cosmetic procedure that's thousands of dollars. First of all, it was not cosmetic. I had one tooth completely overlapping the other. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Okay. Well, it's not anymore. Yeah. Now it's not. And now I'm even more fucked up than before. Any dentist out there... Let me know what you think. I want to talk orthodontist I, particularly. I want to talk about. Yeah, a I moment. should meet orthodontists to talk. Yes, to. I don't know why you're going to a dentist to do the Invisalign. No, like like you do with your friends. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I ever tell you? I don't even want to get. I shout when out. I got fucking scammed by my fucking orthodontist. I was just bamboozled because they were so attractive. These two, they they have a power monopoly in Beverly Hills. These two gorgeous orthodontists. They're women. Yes, and I just fucking gave them all my money, and I I to to fix literally a millimeter. I think she honestly said it's a millimeter gap, and, and she advised you it. did this. Meanwhile, I can't even touch my two teeth together anymore. Yeah, well, <clears throat> I never wore I'm, braces in my life. <clears throat> now. At my age, I'm wearing braces and I can't even be bite it down anymore. I want to I want to talk about a moment that we shared with Papa, which was when he was wondering whether to cancel his dentist appointment. Yeah. Here's what happened. First of all, <laughs> first of all, we said something like, "Do you want to set up this this uh, appointment to see someone, see a friend, or something like that next Tuesday?" And he's like, "Oh, wait, I can't. I'm seeing the dentist on Wednesday." Wasn't this the whole situation? Something like that. Why, first of all, why does the, the dentist on Wednesday knock out the whole week? Oh, the dentist on Tuesday knocked out Wednesday. All right, whatever the fuck it was. That's because hilarious. Because they cannot have that many plans during the week. It's absolutely insane. And their plans are somebody comes over and visits with them. So yeah, they okay. have had zero so, friends come over since then. And then the second point being, why is he needing his teeth cleaned when he's got two months to live? Well, first of all, we're hoping that it lasts longer than two months. What does he need? The sh- sparkly fucking smile for the re- for the rest of his goddamn life? <laughs> maybe he maybe he wants to have some clean teeth. Is there so much to ask? He, he likes to be, have showers. I was starting to think is because he, he when you know he's thinking to himself, "Oh, I'm going to be in the grave for a long fucking time. Those teeth better be clean. He, no one's cleaning them down there." He did say something about when people die, that their nails and hair grow. Get the fuck out. That's what he said. So if you opened up like someone's ca- coffin ew, ew. and look in the casket, you could see Ugh. someone with just a ball, a hairball <laughs> of hair and nails. <laughs> How repulsive would that no be? No way. Yeah, that's what he told me is going on in there. Just long nails. Long nails and hair. Oh, my God. <laughs> like a tumbleweed of some sort. It sounds oh, repulsive. God damn it. All right. Well, anyway, I, the other show that I've been watching a lot was The Bachelor. My my mother loved The Bachelor. We already talked about this. We had a whole episode called oh, this. Right. We didn't even talk about it. I All right. I forgot. What did, what did you want to say about The Bachelor? Uh, I, I got nothing. 
You decided that was one of the bullet points you wanted to write yeah, down. Yeah, I was and free get- associating it. I was also also free associating that I forgot completely that I was supposed to turn my car lease in. I thought it was supposed to be done in a month from now. <laughs> And I realized it was supposed to be done like 10 days ago. Oh, my God. And I flipped out. And I'm not even near any. I'm not near my car. My car is in California and I'm in Chicago. Oh, Oh, man. There's a lot of stressors in my life. Yeah. So speaking of stressors, what's going on in our our little listeners' lives? Can I say one more thing? Yes. The other thing I was saying was the problem is we don't know when we're going to die. If we knew when we were going to die, in general, humans do not know when we're going to die. Except my dad. He does not know when he's going to die. That's true. He might, knowing him, he might live longer than us. Because the other night, we're ordering pizza, and you said, okay, can we order the the pizza and a salad? And he goes, do we need the salad? I know. It's $8. No, the salad was not $8. It was like $4. (laughs) I was getting the small salad. He said, "No, we have we, we always have way too much salad." That he's gonna make it. He's he's got to save up for years to come. Yes. What what is the eight dollars going to prevent him from getting it was the casket four. he wants? What it the was, fuck is going on no, here? No, it was four dollars. Okay, four dollars. He grew up in the Great Depression era, and I think he just doesn't get the whole idea about money. <laughs> he saves every dollar. And if he doesn't get that dollar saved, he will call up and he will bitch slap somebody until they give him that extra dollar that they conned him out of. But that's him. That was what makes him so endearing. Well, I do appreciate that he's been, I mean, he's feeding me so well that I now have complete gastric, I need gastric bypass surgery. And I need to buy buy new jeans, I think. Yeah, I'm growing very, very fit. All right. All right, should we read some of so these? I'm uh, sure everyone is enjoying this conversation about life with the uh, terminally cancer, terminal, terminally, terminally, terminally ill. Are we get it? Fathers, we get it, and mothers. Yeah. Was that sarcasm? You no. Don't, you think it's boring? I think it might be boring. Really? No. Oh, this whole conversation you think is boring? No, I'm sure people have had this conversation before. All right, let us know if you it. think this is boring. If it's boring. If, or if you like it, because if you if only the people that think it's boring text us and we're say gonna, hey, it was yeah, boring, we're going to stop doing this yeah. type of thing. But if you enjoy it, text us and say, you know, we like the life recaps. And I will, I do want to say thank you to all the people that have supported us and said really kind words about um, dealing with a dying parent or friend. Oh, or, my God. The sweetest messages. Yeah, yeah. So, and it does make my day to hear those. So please keep sending those Eliana is asking if we if we need any groceries restaurant recommendations or an errand run how sweet is this these are people that we don't even know such a sweet thank you for listening and for offering that did you ask her for some groceries I asked her for some Pepsi AC. I was going to say, can you ask her to bring up some Tums? Because (laughs) I don't know what's going on with you but just in I don't know where you developed this illness from stress and and semen (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. Let me read some the of two, these. The double S. Let me read some of these uh, comments. Fuck this person. What? This person says, hello, I saw your podcast and well, I'm not attracted attractive to my mom. I seen her naked and as a young kid, I would go into the shower. She would ask me to scrub her back. I'm really wanting to have my own family so I could love my family in our certain way. Heard you guys about talk about the toys looked it up dang i just wish both you and mom could make the toy taste like you both ew what the fuck was that was he was he into his mother's shower that's what it sounds like i thought it sounded like he was not into it was he, was how he many talking about times his- do you have to explain this is not a, 
a podcast that talks about my mother and I having sex <laughs> with each other. I, I, you guys, if you haven't already followed us on Instagram, I put a lot of these little comments in our stories. And uh, I, I, I only take the best ones, usually the ones who can barely speak English and ask for sex. All right. Here's, here, we, got, we got a live one right here. Hi, guys. I've been listening to the podcast for a few weeks now. My first ever podcast I've listened to. That's cool. And Breaking I the believe, podcast virginity. And look at that. And I couldn't believe how much another listener described what I go through on e- episode 179. You read a text about a woman who can't reach orgasm through masturbation, but her partner can get her there. Yeah, we definitely did that. This is my life story. What? What? Talking to the microphone. Yeah, you're, 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 on a, you're on an angle here. You've got to I'm go fine talking. To the, I do all the editing and all the production. What are you giving right. me it notes like, for the, look, how look, I'm... Look like it's on an angle. No, I, the yeah. microphone is... is in, right. the, looks like a dildo. It's in my mouth over here. It's okay. fine. All right. This person said, this is my life story. It's a total mental block. Actually, I never once had an orgasm until my hysterectomy. Look at that. I'm so glad you guys are open about communication regarding sex, especially as a mother and son. My son is 11 and asks way too many questions, but I feel better answering them knowing there are families that can communicate so openly. Wow, that that's awesome. Of course, our conversations are a bit different than yours. Thanks for being just for just being you. Love the show. You're going to be hearing from me again. Hell freaking yes. Thank you for that message. Yeah, I wonder what's going on with it, why a hysterectomy would cause you to be able to orgasm. What the hysterectomy is when you take out like te- the uterus te- and all the ovaries, and the, usually it's a complete hysterectomy. Is you take out uh, the ovaries, maybe they leave one. You take out the the, the fallopian tubes, take out the uterus, the cervix. Maybe no, there's a lot. You leave less, the cervix, I believe. A lot oh. less pressure there. Well, no, I think it's got more psychological. Maybe oh, if interesting. She's with a partner and. Maybe now that she doesn't have to worry about birth control or whatever. Look maybe at the expertise had, coming out. See, I told you. But we don't know a lot from what went on there. Basically, we're it not It might have been just a complete psychological thing. I don't know. But whatever it is, I'm glad that she has conquered that. Yeah. Because everybody deserves to have orgasms. Especially you, my son. Yeah. I, <laughs> Do you want me to leave? I'll come back in no, a couple I'm not, hours. No, no, no. Because just knowing, me knowing that you know that I need a masturbating <laughs> is not good. Okay. All right. This says, I, amazing 32-year-old man, and also get really cold when I'm turned on. I start shaking and being, between being nervous, cold, and horny, it's super embarrassing. Yeah. This is my experience. This is what he's... <laughs> what episode was that? I, I've sw- talked about it many cold, times. It was called Cold and Coming. Cold and Coming. Yeah. Just look, look that one up. Uh, on top of being freezing, I'm probably shaking because I too often take sex supplements that make my heart race. So literally, I'm so cold and shaking, I haven't <laughs> been able to perform in the past year. What? Right, perform in the past. However, I've simply covered up th- with the blanket because when you're horny, you also get hot. So like sweating while being cold and all the above symptoms has ruined what is supposed to be a good time. I could see why Listen, that would ruin his good time. I I feel you, my brother. I uh, <laughs> it's a fucking if you're if, <laughs> this guy is cold he, and coming. He's this guy's sweating and coming. No, uh, he's not and, coming. I guess he's just cold, hot and cold. And what Literally about literally hot what, and cold? What about those supplements? What the hell is he doing? Yeah, I would that? recommend don't take the sex supplements that make your heart race. It I sounds, don't think any of those work. Like, yeah, of course, Viagra and shit like that. Oh, of course I guess it those works. would work. But it, I, I definitely think he needs to figure out there's other things going on besides his cold. Well, the coldness for me comes from the fact that I just my my 
body is in fight or flight mode, which doesn't always happen. It's just when I'm with people who I don't feel comfortable around. Which is 99% of the time. <laughs> no, but what about the, he goes from the cold to the heat. I, you know, it's, it's, it kind of sounds nice, actually. You want to go for Oh, it's like a little icy hot situation. Okay. You know, that's my favorite sensation. No. Not icy hot. What? It's when my, if, I, if I've been like scuba diving or I'm like, I've been in water for a long time usually, or it get like my internal temperature will go down a lot. And then if I get, when I get out, I feel the sun on me. Or if I've been in uh, hot, a lot of heat and then in my internal temperature is up and then I have cold on me, basically when the internal and external temperatures are in opposition. Is Maybe that weird as you, fuck? You might be like an amphibian. <laughs> that might be it. Yeah, I'm probably an amphibian. No, I think most people like that. I mean, I like nothing more than you know when what I'm it's talking really, about? really cold out to get in, in, under the blanket exactly. and it's really, really hot. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, that yeah, feeling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, get, I, get I tend to feel that when I'm in, with the water, getting out of water. Well, you're a Pisces. There it is. It's a water sign. There it is. We were waiting for it. All right, final one. Final one because then I have to go and alleviate all of the bile that has started to accumulate in my esophagus and my upper uh, trachea. What the hell are you talking about? The GERD? Yep. All oh, right. Geez. This one is a work sex story. Do I advise it? No. <laughs> Do you want me to read this? Yeah. Or, okay. Because I've been reading a lot. Right, well, anyway. I can't read right now because of my goddamn teeth are all fucked up. All right. All right. All right. Do I advise it? No. But I also must confess I'm 10 years in with my boss. We also no longer work together because it was too complicated. Oh boy. The positives of the situation were initially was initially because we had to hide it. Ooh, that fucking That's hot. The secret. Yeah. It made it extremely exciting and it felt high risk, but also long term hiding a relationship sucks. We had some sex at work these that fantasies are made of. On the boss's desk, winky face, and on the conference table. Can you imagine people doing work on the conference table the next day and then sliding is, around this the is papers what you're and the sex juice and stuff like that? Oh, my God. We, we almost got caught with him going down on me. Those times were great. But when our relationship had issues, it was rough. I wasn't exactly respectful nor took his authority seriously, although I believe the situation made it impossible for me to advance and really missed a good career opportunity. I appreciate being able to understand my partner's job, and I know who he is talking about who he's talking about. Plus, I feel I can give him sound work advice. Now she's talking about her partner. Was that clear? Yeah, that was a little unclear the first time I read that. Okay, well, my reading, you know, I got the slow eyes, so I don't know how effective this is. <laughs> it definitely made work a roller coaster of a lot of highs and lows and allowed my emotions to rule me at work, which I'm not proud of. Oh. oh that, that is this a... Is a, this is a <laughs> Remember, because we were talking about, do you fuck the people that, yeah, that you, you work with? you don't do that, and you do not fuck your, your male hairdressers if you're a woman. Bad idea. What? Because you can always get a new fuck, but you can't get a new hairdresser. Oh, my God. Especially a good colorist. Oh, my fucking God. What about me? I, if it's a male hair, if it's Whatever a woman it hairdresser? Is. And don't mess around Don't fuck with your hairdresser and don't fuck your coworker is what you're saying. Yeah, I think the coworker thing especially because, you know. How are you supposed well, to meet people otherwise? Yeah, but and, and you do get like a really good understanding of who they are because you, you're watching them outside of like a dating type of situation. And you However, have similar interests. The the consequences I know. are not worth it. Especially if there's a power dynamic there between like boss and and uh, 
Even if you're the boss, you don't want that uncomfortable feeling that every time you see the the person that you are now broken up with. Yeah, I should. I I def obviously I could barely maintain the, the power struggles and the and the and the anxiety caused with a person completely outside of my life. Imagine <laughs> if this. Uh, there's no chance. Well, luckily, contrary to most, some of our listeners' beliefs. We don't have to worry about that issue in our our situation here. Well, with pleasure, podcast is expanding. Oh, I'm not gonna to the to whoever's working for pleasure podcast. There's no there's no funny business going on. <laughs> I don't think anybody was all that concerned, but okay. <laughs> all right. So, anything else? I think that's it. I think uh, I think we need to wrap it up and take a bunch of tums. Oh God. If you guys have any uh, advice for Cam, do you uh, have any do you, tips? Do you, do you have any uh, dental advice for me? What do you have any like a one lasting question that can that is that, you know this yeah. all added up to? Yeah, I would like to find out how do you guys get out of your state of depression and anxiety. What's the best method for me? I think today is a perfect example. I was depressed and anxious and probably hung over from like way too much melatonin. I, I had went, no clue you were experiencing those emotions. Yeah, I went and worked out. I was also extremely stressed about the fact that I didn't, I wasn't able to turn my turn my car in personally. Uh, but I went to work out and listened to music and full blast, and then I did some yoga, and yeah, I feel much better now. I took a nice hot shower when it was cold. You know, we had the whole hot cold thing. So I would like to know what everybody else does to alleviate depression and anxiety. Wonderful. With that. Thank you guys so much for listening. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the uh, little bit of anxieties. Oh, oh, wow. You haven't lost it yet. I actually don't think you've ever had it. Right. <laughs> Thanks a lot, kid. Bye. And we know it's so hard to find awesome sex podcasts, so we are playing our favorite sex podcast trailers at the end of each of our episodes, just for the next few episodes. And I wanted to introduce you guys to Sex Out Loud with Tristan Terramino. Tristan Terramino, if you don't know her, is an outstanding sex educator, and she is just full of wisdom. I have learned so much from the podcast, and I cannot recommend it enough. Here is her trailer. Stimulated by sexual pleasure and sexual politics, Sex Out Loud, hosted by me, Tristan Terramino, is the go-to show to get an insider's perspective from leaders in the LGBTQ community, the adult industry, and the sex-positive world. Hear from artists like Janet Mock, Bridget Everett, Kate Bornstein, and Shine Louise Houston, experts Emily Nagoski and Chris Donahue, Activists like Jessica Valenti, Connor Habib, and Soraya Kamali, and icons Margaret Cho and Dr. Joycelyn Elders. Sex education, social justice, gender, kink, feminism, sex work, non-monogamy, porn. If it's on your mind or in your feed, we're talking about it. Plus, we're committed to showcasing underrepresented voices you won't hear in mainstream media. Listen every Friday live at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on voiceamerica.com or subscribe to the podcast. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.